Hi, I'm Emma, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Hello, hello. What's hello. up, guys? Rob here from Alive Entertainment, finally hanging out with MA. I've been wanting to sit down with you for some time. Oh you are incredible. Your voice Thank is you. incredible. Your songwriting is incredible. You're so sweet. I'm I'm really curious, like what really how did you kind of discover your sound and who you are as an artist? I feel like that's one of the hardest things to do when you're starting out and trying to totally. discover where you fit in this music industry. Totally. I feel like a lot of writing is just me like throwing paint at the wall. Yeah. And then seeing what sticks yeah. and then being like, oh wait, they're all making this pattern and then following <laughs> that pattern. So for me it's mostly just experimenting and then being like, oh, I like this. Yeah. And then doing more of it. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty I like simple. That. Yeah. It sounds easy. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds easy, although I feel like time. it took you some time to kind of figure it out. <laughs> some stress. And then <laughs> now we're here at this sold out. I mean, this is technically the U.S. debut tour, right? It, it is like and it it's is. sold out. It is sold out. How crazy is pretty that? Talk to insane. me about that. It's pretty insane. I mean, it was funny because my team was like. Well, we got to do live shows this year. And I'm live shows are my favorite thing oh, ever. Man. Right? Like literally my favorite <laughs> thing ever. But I was nervous cuz like selling tickets is so stressful, it especially is. when, you know, I started on TikTok and yeah. it's like so hard to see like what's going to happen, right? And so I was like, yeah. let's do a New York show and an LA show, maybe a London show. And they were like, no, 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 no. You got to do like a real thing, like a real tour. And I was like, all right, all right. All and right. then we did like eight dates and then we expanded, expanded, mm -hmm. and now yeah, everything sold out. It's incredible sold out closing out here in la so and then you crazy. just added more dates for next year we for did. this same tour like we did. what has this tour experience been teaching you as far as like you being a performer but also like when you now consider new music like totally. that creative process oh my god yes it's actually made a huge, <laughs> huge difference. difference right yeah because i think specifically I mean, again, live is my favorite part. Yeah. So I've always known this because it's it, it's why I started writing music. Right. Um, but really, like connecting with people from like this project specifically yeah. has been like on another level. I can test unreleased songs yeah. and see what people like, and like see which parts people really gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. And it definitely has like told me like, oh, maybe I'll do a little more of this and a little <laughs> less of that, a little more of this, you know. And so yeah, it's been it's been incredible. I feel very lucky. Yeah, the fact that you also kind of have TikTok to kind of like yeah. bounce it bounce ideas to mm -hmm. like how does that do you feel like it's similar to like a live show when you go on stage and you're performing these new songs to a different audience compared to like oh. when you like put something up on TikTok like oh let me test this song that's interesting it's definitely different in the sense that TikTok the issue with TikTok is you can spend so many hours just like staring at the video and then redoing it and then yeah. staring at it and then redoing it whereas like a live show it's like this is it <laughs> you're like good luck <laughs> <laughs> like hit it and run um so yeah i would say i much prefer the like one take and done yeah. rather than the staring at a phone for right. hours agreed agreed now scatterbrain ep dropped right in time for this tour it did you're testing these songs technically testing these songs on this, on this yes. tour how ha how different are the songs now when you perform them live like do you feel that you changed it during the process of like these dates definitely sometimes if people feel like they're singing along more i'll add a chorus okay. and that'll be really fun now the song is like five minutes instead yes of two. exactly <laughs> i get it instead of two we make it like 15. um, <laughs> um but there's been a lot of that like for instance like cynical i like jump into the crowd and like mosh and that's nice. like really fun i feel like like a lot of my songs were made to be live mm. especially cynical is a good example and then like scatterbrain as well is like very fun there's just i feel like the live setting brings like a new dimension to yeah. my music and so yeah it's been really really sick really <laughs> awesome yeah. take me into that creative process uh what kick-started the writing process for this ep like did you actively go into the studio with boy blue being like hey i want to write this ep this is what i want to talk about nah. or did you go into that <laughs> studio 
with nothing in mind. And then these songs just kind of created themselves as you started to do more and more sessions. So I think the latter. I, again, I just like, I feel like I just throw things at the wall. And then once I like figure out where everything is settled, then I start to be really intentional with it and like pick and be like really, really picky with like every little decision. But in the beginning, it's like mostly experimentation, especially with like me and Boy Blue's relationship. Like I think the first song we wrote together was a song that's not on the project. The second song we wrote together was Cynical, Mm. which is like the title track of the tour. And then like since then, like everything just kind of fell into place like i think that's my favorite part about creativity is like i go in like waves yeah and so when the wave kind of lands i know where it's going and that's how projects kind of come to be for me yeah is that the same thing with like lyrical pockets or like vocal pockets totally Uh, same idea same kind of like mentality um and then when it comes to this ep like you give us so many different vocal ranges at the same time was this a natural progression for you with every song or did you again go into this actively being like you know i want to go an octave higher i want to go an octave lower i want to try this you know what was that process like vocally Uh, i think it's still it just followed it just followed like the waves like i was writing a lot of like very hype songs when like cynical was written yeah then i wrote a lot of like vibey songs when scatterbrain was written and then when like dear emily was written i was like emo's you know, and then wrote like a bunch of ballads, and like you know, and so I feel like all of those kind of just like placed itself. Yeah. And when I was picking the songs for the EP, I was like, well, I can't have too many ballads. Yeah. I can't have too many hype songs. I can't have too many of this, too many of that. So we just pick and chose from like all the songs that I've been writing. Like, yeah. In a year, I write like a hundred songs. I put out like seven. I've you know been trying I mean? to write like, one song my entire life, and that hasn't happened yet. So the fact you gotta that- not be a perfectionist <laughs> about it. That's the answer. You just gotta like write horrible songs. Yeah. Just keep writing bad songs. I feel like I'm amazing when I'm in the shower and I'm just singing. Totally. There's no recording. Me too. <laughs> but then when I'm actively trying, it's like I can't think of anything. You're like this is hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. 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 I genuinely think there's this quote that I've like lived by since yeah. I started writing, and it's an Ed Sheeran quote. Okay. And Ed Sheeran. I don't was know like, that guy. Dude, he. I don't know him either. Um, he's a small up coming yeah. indie artist <laughs> but no he he game says thrones, like right? game of thrones yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, but he says that writing songs like turning on a rusty hose Ooh. and you have to let all the gunk out first before the pure water flows Ooh. and for me like when i first started writing i think i wrote like a hundred songs before anything was good yeah. so it was like yeah it just required persistence yeah so you're doing your work that's what i would recommend okay just I'll write try that bad again. songs i'll try that actively. again yeah i'll just release them on tiktok and then hopefully something exactly. something hits the wall the worst it is the more viral it'll go <laughs> that's true i've noticed i've noticed exactly <laughs> with true. this ep uh the seven tracks which song would you feel like you felt more challenged with whether it was vocally whether it was in the writing process or just like trying to finalize the song itself Ooh, that's a good question i think dear emily was I was very particular about the vocals, like very particular. I think we went in so many times because I wanted it to be not perfect, not perfect at all, actually, just very raw. So I did it again and again and again. At first, it was almost too perfect, too like polished. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. And then we did it again and again. And so I would say that one's the most particular just because it's very close to my heart. It's a letter to myself. So it feels like I wanted to do it justice. Yeah. And how does that impact you being vulnerable you know, not just on paper, but now you're recording it. You're being heard with an audience. Like, how does that kind of impact that that process for you? And do you feel like you're okay just being vulnerable on your own or does it take some time? It's definitely hard. It depends on like the people who I'm writing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely can write more vulnerable songs with like 
you know, producers and writers that I've worked with for a long time rather than like a bunch of strangers. (laughs) Cause that does happen, you know, like that does happen. And so, yeah, I think it depends on the room and it also depends on how I'm feeling that day. Like if you're like feeling sad and like in your bag and then you go into a session, you're like, let's write a hype song. feels like very weird, you (laughs) know? So it definitely reflects like how I'm personally feeling. So, yeah. How did boy blue challenge you this time around and how did he allow you to like, step out of that comfort zone, but at the same time, be comfortable trying something new. Totally. He is so talented. I mean, everything he does, a lot of the time, I'm just like, oh, he's completing my musical sentences. And then sometimes he'll go even farther. And a lot of the time I'm like riling him back, (laughs) um, which is fun for me because I would much rather like rile someone back than push them harder because like that's fun because that means he's pushing me. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I think our relationship is just been we have a really great chemistry like when we work and it's it's really fun for me yeah now i love that as i mentioned with this ep you give us so many different kind of styles of music with your vocals and your voice um and then you just dropped a collaboration with notd which is like you know it's awesome like for me producers like edm artists like that's where i tend to discover female vocalists for sure and it's awesome to kind of hear your voice with something like that what was that experience like for you? Oh my gosh. It, I mean, it was the first ever like feature song yeah. I've ever done. So it was definitely new territory. <laughs> um, but I had so much fun. The moment I heard the song, I was like, wow, this is catchy. Yeah. Like I could not get it out of my head for days. <laughs> and then when I tried it and they loved my vocals, I felt like so lucky. And then since then, like we've like worked together a few times where we go into the studio and make the vocals better. Yeah. And then we recorded, you know, like content together. And it's been just a blast. They're lovely, lovely guys. Like I'm so happy that we have a song together. It's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Was it challenging to, to work in that kind of atmosphere or that kind of like style of music? I wouldn't say it was challenging. It felt just very different because normally with my music, like every little production detail, I feel very strongly about because it's my production music. You know what I mean? But with like dance pop features, like it feels like it's a duet, right? It's like it's their production duetting my vocals and so it's a very different experience in regards to like how i work with it as well yeah Yeah, it's really it's really cool i think it's opened a door for me as well like i'm curious as to where it's going you know absolutely because then you can eventually like just be doing these kinds of festivals as well with these artists so fun or even your own music like scatterbrain ep could have like emily go and get some kind of like edm you know remake or something totally totally that'll be cool we'll see i mean I'm also excited because I like look at the top cities of like yeah. where it's streaming. It's like it's like cities that I have never <laughs> even, you know, I'm like, that's so sick. Like, I think one of the top cities for Hold On Me was like Tokyo. And I'm like, I would love wow. to perform one day at Tokyo, you know. So wow. anyways, it's been really great. That's I feel awesome. very honored. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congratulations with Scatterbrain EP. Congratulations with this sold out tour. <laughs> Thank you. You just added dates for next year, so you're already ready for 2024. I'm so excited. I'm like, uh, tour is awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. Anyways. So wrap this up. During this whole experience of like writing this record, prepping for this tour, what did you learn about yourself that you didn't know prior? <sighs> That's hard. In regards to specifically writing In the regards EP? to writing, being an artist, being a vocalist. Yeah. Ways of, you know, stepping out of that comfort zone with your voice. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I think I learned a lot about like, the fact that I love a lot of different genres. Yeah. Like I don't really like to be like siloed into one space. Yeah. And like I am a theater kid, right? Like that is first and foremost who I am. There we go. So for me, like storytelling is everything. 
Um, and so with this EP, I think it opened my eyes a little bit to what I could be making mm. and what I will be making in the future. And I think that's the most exciting thing. So yeah, I'm excited for the new music next year. Amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. So we need to reconnect next year. Yes, for sure. For sure. We'll for make sure. it happen. You guys be sure to check out MA Scatterbrain EP is out now. And uh, hopefully you. you get to catch her on tour in 2024 because this it. one just wrapped get up. Get your and tickets. Sold it out. <laughs> Thanks for watching on Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.